in business, relationships matter. We all know this, right? If you want to get a job, who you know matters. You want to build a partnership, who you know matters. But if this is the case, why is there no great software to manage this whole process? Well, there is as of now. It's called PrimeFlow. PrimeFlow helps you build a relationship-driven business and even allows you to build a whole agency around your network. With PrimeFlow, you're able to connect multiple parties like clients and partners. You're able to organize high-quality prospects at scale who could potentially be business partners in the future and once people do business with each other that you've connected you can then get your fee through PrimeFlow. in a world dominated by excel and old crms products like PrimeFlow are a godsend so thank you so much PrimeFlow, for sponsoring this episode of forward thinking founders if you want to build a relationship driven business and build an agency around your network you need PrimeFlow. go to primeflow.com or just email me matt at mattsherman.com or dm me on twitter if you want to skip the wait list and get access immediately that's primeflow.com or email me at matt at mattsherman.com or dm me on twitter primeflow.com build a relationship driven business All right, let's get into the episode. What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kuhn, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right, how's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Dominic Mon who is the founder of Mentor Cruise. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Hey, going well. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Really looking forward to learning more about Mentor Cruise. For people that don't know what Mentor, Cor- Mentor Cruise is or who think that's a part of, a, you know, um, like a Caribbean cruise line, not just joking, but what, what is Mentor Cruise? What, do, what are you working on for people that don't know? Yeah, you might find it funny, but I got the cruise thing one time before um, on customer support and was quite surprised. Um, but yeah, Mentor Cruise is a mentorship platform for people in tech. Um, I've been working on it for, uh, for about two, a bit more like two and a half years now. Um, and the whole concept about it is that it's really hard to find mentorship and guidance um, nowadays, especially if you're young and you're coming into tech. Uh, it might be really hard to kind of find something to someone to guide you. Um, so the, the thing I've built is a open public marketplace, the same way you have it in like Airbnb, for example, um, where mentors apply, um, they get vetted, they um, get put onto the platform with a price and their description, what they're ready to do. Um, and then people can go along, um, look for things that they need help with and find experts, um, and expert advice um, to get them help, uh, get, get help and work, uh, get help working through it. So is it for any type of mentor? Like, can anyone go on there and, and kind of, well, actually, let's start there. How does it work? If I wanted to mentor, how would I get involved with it? Do I just make an account, you know, et, et cetera? And um, we'll start there. So, so how does it work for mentors? Then we'll talk about mentees. 
Yeah, that's the, the right way to look at it. Um, so the, the mentor side is a bit more restricted than the mentee side, I would say. Um, so the thing you do is um, you go onto our website. We have a little link in the, fo in the footer and all around the website um, that asks you to apply as a mentor. So it's not open sign up and everyone can, can get on it. It's uh, a short application process. We, we don't make it difficult. It's really easy. Um, you just fill out a form, give us a bit of information about you, um, and also especially a bit of information about um, what you want to do um, for mentees and in which ways you can help others. Um, and then we try to get a really cool, um, diverse, and also international selection um, on the platform that's you know distrib distributed across um, skills, that's distributed across um, experiences, you know, be it people working at startups to big tech, uh, things like that. Um, and then the, the one thing that we play a major role is, is uh, we monitor um, how people perform. So what people say um, about you that have signed up with you as a mentee, um, you know, kind of your response times, how active you are with mentees um, and kind of build different layers of mentorship based on that. So you can go um, to Mentor Cruise right now and you can pay someone, you know, $30, $40 per month um, and get, you know, very casual help. Um, I would say more hands off where you might get a message or two per day. Um, you know, if you just need like high, high level help, or you can really go into like the coaching area of let's say $200 per month where you have a call with a mentor, um, every week and, you know, they give you exercises, they, they walk you through, um, different problems. That's especially if you really need like hands-on help to work through a problem. And that's kind of what we do on the mentorship side is um, put you through that evaluation and kind of show you um, in which layer you belong term in terms of you know time you can invest into this prices you want to charge uh, things like that so we, we really work closely together there with mentors and then i'm guessing the the mentee side is anyone that can anyone that wants to be mentee mentee can anyone go on there find a mentor if they want to pay that cost and work with that mentor or um, kind of what what else is there to think about if someone was listening? They're like, oh, like I want to, I I do want a mentor. Kind of how how does how does that work? Yeah, definitely. The the other side, the mentee side, is completely open. Um, you can go on mentorcruise.com. You can look at every mentor. You don't even need an account for that. Um, you can even reach out to mentors. Um, you know, as many mentors as you'd like, um, pretty much, um, and kind of get matched up with them. There's no restriction there at all. You don't need to, you know be in the tech industry or be a certain age or have a certain experience or anything. Um, yeah. Anything. If, if you think you want a mentor um, and you would like to try it out, it's completely open for that side. And I'd love to hear a little bit about why did you decide to start this? Um, you know, you've been working on it for a couple of years, you know, a couple of years ago, what kind of gave you the inspiration to get started with this and what's the origin of the story? Right. So I kind of had an uncommon way into tech, I would say. Um, tech on one side, but certainly into machine learning, which is what I'm uh, primarily working on. Um, so I, you know, never went to college, never really took a computer science class at all. Um, I just, when I was 15, I walked into like a small development shop um, and asked them for an apprenticeship or, you know, it's a bit more complex than that. Um, but basically, I got an apprenticeship um, over here in Switzerland where I worked in like a small dev shop for, for a bunch of years um, and then, you know, transitioned over into machine learning. So I never really had that college experience where you have people caring about you 
um, and you might even have a mentor um, in your college or university. Um, so, you know, my way of doing that was online education mostly. So I, I was in a bunch, you know, signed up for a bunch of courses, a bunch of like online degrees and things like that. Um, and I think the, the number one thing that I really appreciated out of these programs was the mentorship. Um, so in a lot of these, you would be, you know, kind of you enroll into these courses and you get a mentor assigned to you. Um, and there you have like this professional in the industry who's able to talk you through problems um, and issues that we that you have and they really thought I really thought they were um, a major part of kind of my growth um, so when I graduated from these programs or I, I you know finished those programs um, I found it really hard to get that like formal mentorship again obviously you can go and ask people to be your mentor but that's kind of weird um, and I also had an internship where I had a mentor that was nice, but obviously after a few months, you're losing that mentor again. Um, so I thought just, it would be super neat if I had like an online platform or something like that, where I could sign up for a mentor. And no matter if I'm in school or if I'm, you know, searching for my first job or, uh, have an internship or whatever, um, that mentor is going to stay by my side. So like an independent mentor, so to say. Um, so yeah. I never really had a lot of product experience before that, but I just decided to kind of build it in, in evenings and in trains and in long hours. Um, and after a few months, I like this, this small MVP that I, I published. And these days, are you spending most of your time shipping code and building the product? Are you spending time, you know, getting customers or users? I guess in other words, like what, what's an average day in the life of, um, of you while you're working on this product? Right. Um, yeah, it, it's really mixed. Um, I think that the focus for me is always, um, to make the experience for everyone better and get kind of new people, um, on it. And obviously that kind of goes hand in hand because if the experience is great for the people that are already on it, they, they tell their friends about it. Um, and that also leads to growth. But, um, yeah, I think I, I like to think that I spend a lot of time on like marketing and user experience and just community management in general. Um, and then there are other times, like, especially like the past two weeks, maybe where um, there might be a new feature or like a migration that I have to, to do. Um, and there I, I really spend the majority of time that I work on this project on, uh, on code and trying to, to kind of push that through. And there sometimes, you know, marketing comes a little short, but um, I would say marketing is like the default mode. And then from time to time, there are certain bursts uh, where I have to, to go deep into code or design or something like that. And then I'm, I'm interested, do you ever find that you're the mentees, mentors, or just any stakeholder, um, you know, pulls you in a certain product direction? They're like, Oh, I want this feature I want this feature. And, and how do you how do you think about balancing what they want, and what you want? And like, what kind of the product vision? Um, how do you think about product development there? Yeah, I mean, the, the, the one thing that's nice, I guess, is like a one-man business is um, that you are most likely the one hearing all the requests. Um, so so you, you're hearing, you know, requests from both sides. You, if some, something gets requested a lot of times, you, you probably know about that or you get a certain feeling for that. Um, so one thing that's not possible anymore at this size is when somebody pings me and says, hey, I want this feature, I won't be able to tell them, yeah, totally, all right, I'm going to have it shipped uh, till tomorrow or whatever. Um, so it's, it's really a thing about prioritization. And most of the times, even though I might say something different, um, if somebody comes to me and says, Hey, I would like this feature, unless I find it super, super cool, I'm probably like forgetting about it. 
Um, and then only like the second and third time that I hear about it, you know, it kind of clicks and it's like, okay, maybe there's some demand for it. Um, and then, you know, I, I try to kind of gauge what's, what's the real interest in this and whether it's really going to bring such a big improvement. Um, and, you know, in, in many cases, it's a nice to have and they maybe go a little bit on the back burner, but in other cases, um, you know, there might be something where you really think this could be a really big improvement and it's maybe something that doesn't take super long to ship. Um, and then it's certainly something that you can prioritize and, and push through really, really quickly. Then if you were to think out, you know, away from the day to day, but actually on the, on the big, big vision, you know, is, is kind of the long as you want to work on this, what could this look like in five, 10 years? Or I guess in other words, what's your vision for mentor groups and where, where, where do you think you could go? Yeah. I mean, the, the one thing um, that I really thought about a lot in the past few months or maybe even the past year um, is that I think peer-to-peer education is a real alternative for education overall, especially continuing education. Um, and that's something we see a lot that, you know, let's say um, you are an engineer and now you kind of want to get more into product and maybe need to pick up some marketing or something like that. Um, you have so many possibilities what you can do um, to get more into it. You can, um, you know, read a bunch of books, you can take an online course, you can, um, you know, maybe ask your employer to kind of coach you into that direction. And I think mentorship is a real, um, mentorship and coaching is kind of a real alternative to that. So um, the way I see mentor crews today and certainly the future is that, um, if you are working in an industry and you want to, to grow as a professional, um, I really think adding a professional to the team, no matter, you know, it, even if you end up working through books or online course or whatever, um, having one or two experts in your team for advice is, is really, um, yeah, the, the best thing you can do for yourself. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if, if mentorship and coaching would become an integral part to professional growth. Um, and I think then if, if, if kind of that thinking happens, Mentor Cruise is in a really cool place um, because you have all those, prof- uh, all those experts accessible to you at a pretty small price. And to make that happen, you'll need some help. And luckily, you got all these people listening from the Forward Thinking Founders podcast, you know, who, who are here to help that, that, that want to. So I'm curious, how can the community help? Are you hiring? Are you looking for mentors, mentees, investors? How, how can the listeners uh, assist with what you're doing? Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing which is really the most challenging thing um, in this business is finding great mentors. Um, and I spend multiple hours per week on, you know, cold emailing and connecting with people on LinkedIn um, and reaching out to people I find interesting um, to see whether they would be a fit to be mentor. And it's really, you know, it's really hard to find a great fit because you need, um, you know, I think, first of all, the confidence that you think you can help people, which, first of all, I think everyone can help someone, um, but you need the, the confidence to believe that in yourself. Um, and you need a bit of time, even though it's not a ton, but you might need an hour or two per week to help others. Um, and it's really hard to find that match. So, you know, if you were listening to this podcast and you really felt like mentorship is something that might interest you, um, I really invite you to come to Mentor Cruise, um, find the Become a Mentor link on the, on the main page, um, sign up or apply as a mentor, and I'll certainly be in touch um, and would love to, to see your application. And if someone did want to do that or check it out, learn more about you, 
Um, what's the URL one more time? Are you on social media? Do you have an email? How can people get in touch? Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, it's mentorcruise.com. That's the website. Uh, we're also on Twitter, which is just at mentorcruise. Um, I'm a one-man business, so you know I am the business. So you can also ping me directly. That's at dqmon, M-O-N-N. Um, I'm pretty active there. I respond to DMs. DMs are open. Um, so just get in touch through any channel. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the episode of Forward Thinking Founders. If you're sitting there and you're just saying, Matt, I want more. How can I get more? Well, luckily, you can get it at Forward Thinking City. Forward Thinking City is a community for the Forward Thinking Network, right? And we have multiple different aspects of the city. One, we have AMAs. Some of the previous guests that have been on the podcast, like Jonathan Barkle, Kristen Anderson, Austin Allred, come back and they do AMAs with the residents. You can ask them any question that you want, right? You can ask them about fundraising the early days, how they got their customers. We do these every single week with another, you know, really great founder that has been on the podcast. Additionally, um, we have our pitch battles, right? So if you want feedback on your pitch and the opportunity to potentially pitch in front of VCs and talk one-on-one with venture capitalists, this is where to do it. These are monthly pitch battles. So if you don't get in the first time, try again, right? The goal is to improve and get feedback to eventually one, raise, uh, get, get into the room with the VCs, two, raise capital, three, so you can get back to your company and building a great startup, building a great business. The last thing I'll mention is that if you were kind of interested in just community, we have our coffee hours and happy hours where you can meet other residents, learn about what they're working on, talk about social things, anything you want. This is a city for founders. It is for investors. It is for startup enthusiasts. It's for anyone that loves startups. So if you're interested in what I'm saying, Go to forwardthinking.city and join the city for $15 a month. Um, you know, the way, the reason I charge is because I want to be able to do this full time and bring as much value as I possibly can. And I think it's well worth the value. You can ask any of the current residents and they will attest to that. So go to forwardthinking.city, join the city, and you'll see immediately the, the next AMA, the next pitch battle, the next event. And I hope to see you there. Forwardthinking.city. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.